I'm Dr. Brendan White. I've been an optometrist for 29 years now. I started taking Balance of Nature fruits and vegetables 20-something years ago, and I've been taking it ever since. My practice is called Envision Eye Health. We're all about preventative eye care. One of the things established from eye research is fruits and vegetables are good for our eye health. So I've always liked Balance of Nature from that sense. And the concept is clear from the title. This is the way our nutrition was meant to be acquired through fruits and vegetables. So my favorite question I get when I'm working in my clinic is, doctor, well, what do you do? And I tell them, I take Balance of Nature. It's a great product. And I can't think of another product that has a more broad reaching scale of things that it can improve in our health. Start your journey to better health. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get free shipping and don't forget to get 35% off your first preferred order by using discount code Kate. Name one time in history when the guys that wanted to ban the guns and books were the good guys. The Kate Daly show starts now. And actually, we have managed very high vaccination rates, generally, without the use of certificates. But actually, what it's become clear to me is that they're not just a tool to drive up vaccines. They're a tool for confidence. People who have been vaccinated will want to know that they're around other vaccinated people. Uh, they want to know that they're in a safe environment. It is a way that we can give confidence to those who are going back into hospitality or events. Uh, and so... That is something that I think we should offer to people who have been vaccinated, that confidence that we're doing everything we can to keep them safe and that they can come back out and start enjoying those things safely. So you basically said this is going to be like, well, it's almost like, uh, you probably don't see it like this, the two different classes of people, if you're vaccinated or if you're unvaccinated, you have all these rights. If you are vaccinated... That is what it is. So, yep, yep. Should police officers, emergency responders be mandated to get vaccines? And if not, should they be stay at home or let go? Yes and yes. Uh. Whoa, uh, some very important things were just said, by the way. Welcome to the Kate Daly Show. Glad you're tuning in. And I have Uncle Milty with me. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. And, uh, and of course, I always, on uh, Mondays, uh, have the incomparable, the amazing... The amazing, if I can get this music to stop, <laughs> Duke Festa, Dr. Duke Festa from the Dr. Duke Show. How are you? Good, good. It's been a couple of weeks, Kate. Yes, I, it has. Going through withdrawal. Right. You know, I got the bags under my I... eyes. I'm shaking a little bit. <laughs> you and me and Milty me. three. Don't be too much. Don't be too much Kate now today because it's going to over. Right. I got to build up my stamina here. <laughs> well, you know, in that clip, there were some horrific things that just happened. That was New Zealand. That yeah. was Lucinda uh, t- telling everybody, the prime minister, how there's going to be two classes. But I really wanted people to also focus in on because we know how horrifically she sighed with Nazi Germany, but I also wanted to mention that. Do you realize the reason she gave for it was was full of holes, and it was all about, we just want people to have confidence. Did you notice that she said it wasn't about health? It was no. about confidence. We just want, because they've run out of room to, to mention anything. They, they don't know what to say because people that are taking the vaccine are dying, um, and, and we have this huge problem with all these people that are revolting that the media won't talk about, but what does she give as the overall reason why you should be vaccinated? To give people confidence about going and, outside. And what? you know what? The, if, if, if there was one honest reporter in the room, 
the way you completely explode her argument Mm -hmm. is to turn around and say, that's hypocrisy, madam prime minister, because if there was anything like the kind of confidence you say there sh- we should have mm-hmm. about the vaccine, then you wouldn't need to worry about unvaccinated people. Yep. You're the one, you're right. your government, your ministry, your global worldview, you are the ones who are telling us that this vaccine is everything and the only thing you will need. It's going to cure everything from rickets to cancer if you take it long enough. You have promised the moon. And then the yeah. first time somebody says, great, great, great. 90% of people in my town are, vi- are vaccinated. So I have confidence right. not to take it because I believe what you say about the vaccine is true. Right. Why should I take it when everybody else is now crystal clear, completely protected from me? And that's where it falls down because yep. you know it's not true. And yeah. you're using confidence as a bribe to get more people to take it because it is not itself a reliable vaccine. No, it's not even a vaccine and it's not safe. So I would say don't take it. Uh, seven, oh, 18,000 deaths now on the, VARES, uh, on the VARES system, which is about 1% of all death. Yep. So it's 18,000 right now, recorded deaths. That means it had, to, it had to go through so many hoops to be counted. It had to go through doctor. I mean, most are not counted because the doctors refuse to, to count it. And right now in the hospital, you are not counted, even if you've had the second shot for 14 days after the second shot. So if you have an immediate result of the shot, you are counted as unvaccinated. They won't change that status on you. And so that's why we keep hearing about the numbers, the numbers, the numbers. Well, I'm sorry, but they they are so crooked in that they had to actually change the way it was reported. And uh, and very few doctors will even report to theirs. Some doctors don't even know about it. So I just, I just wanted to make sure people realize that. And then Biden at the end saying, yeah, yeah, police and firemen, everyone should lose their jobs. And in the in this show, I don't know if it'll be in this hour, but it'll be in the next hour. I'm going to share with you FEMA and the result of getting FEMA workers inside the hospitals because people are losing their jobs, too. It's really disgraceful what's going on. And I also want to talk to you about school boards and everything else. Where do you want to start? Well, just start. Let's just finish up with that a little bit. I mean, sure. Basically, what by and I want to hear what Milty has to say too. Yeah. What you're you're basically you're looking people in the eye and saying, "I'm going to make you choose between your your livelihood and your freedom." Right. Uh That you are if you want to if you want to feed your family, if you want to pursue your career, if you want to be a policeman and help other people or a nurse and save lives, you will only do so if you take this completely artificial, completely ineffective, fake vaccine. I mean, that, that, that to me, this is the fascist of our, of our moment, Mm -hmm. right? It's, it's, in what way is this vaccine with all of its unknowns and all of its unpredictables and all of its uh, problems and, and, and mm-hmm. its and its understated record of failure, this this has become like any other blood oath to a, a fascist organization. How is this different than selling your soul to the brown shirts? I mean, uh, every your whole future life depends on being part of the vaccination party, right? right. You become a, a an officer in the vax army or you will not not have an alternative way to live. That is danger. And the fact that, you know, uh, you tell me if I'm wrong, guys, it sounds a thousand times worse in the mouth of a woman like the prime minister of New Zealand than it does in almost every other. So smug, so casual, mm-hmm. so emotionless. So smiley. 
so, so lacking in empathy, so completely without any concern for the, the, the serious problems that people are facing. Just this, she even laughed. Yeah. She even laughed. Yeah. I mean, my God, if Ava Braun, right, mm-hmm. had any kind of uh, charisma, this is who you'd be dealing with right yeah. now. Yeah. You know, what I want people to realize is this. You know, Brandon came out and said that the United (laughs) States would come to the defense of Taiwan if China attacked them. Uh And the White House turned around and basically said, ignore what the president said. That's not really our policy. So if we can ignore what he says about Taiwan, why can't we ignore what he says about all this other crap? <laughs> well, because for starters, when it comes to vaccines, that is the, that is their talking point. Mm-hmm. The puppet, the puppet that the boy that became a puppet, that's the one thing he's gotten right for them from the beginning. Mm-hmm. That and the open borders, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. I the, want... point is, the point is, is not that the puppet gets it wrong all the time. It's just when the puppet gets it wrong, it's an embarrassment for the map to corrupt to correct the puppet. But people need to see that. Why aren't they seeing that? It's mm. so obvious based right. on this that he's a puppet. I think uh, look, I think everybody knows that, Milty, and I think the liberals know it and don't care because mm-hmm. they'd rather have actual left wingers in charge, not the relatively a uh, middle of the road guy that Biden used to be. Right. I think that the progressives w- w- are glad because the people behind the scene scenes are much more progressive than Biden was even when he was in his full mind. Number one and number two, the rest of us all know it, and the more they hide it, the more we see it. That's why uh, "Let's Go Brandon" is is the number one hip hop song in America. Let that yeah. sink in for you. <laughs> yeah. Two different versions. Of Let's right. Go Brandon, right. written by black rappers, inner city black rappers, the last guys on earth you would think would be would sympathetic to Republicans. They both have cashed in on this. And for that, YouTube and Facebook and Instagram have all canceled their videos. Everybody else knows it. So the progressives like it because they, they it's like having Bernie Sanders pulling the strings. Yeah. The rest of us know it, but the question is, what can we do about it right now? Oh, it's so true. It's yeah. so true. Yeah. Um, it's a, I can't even describe enough. I was watching uh, Chris Wallace interview um, the head of the CDC, and you know she couldn't give a definitive answer for anything. He kept asking her, "Why can people go to a football game and nothing happens? And why are you, why are you doing this and that?" And she could not answer him about COVID nineteen or the shot. No definitive answer. She talked in circles. It was so strange and. And I thought, you know, how do pe- how far do we have to go for people to put their head in the sand still? How far after well, 20 months of this? How, how about this? How hard is it to simply unload a ship? How <laughs> difficult is it right. to have crews to have crews working 24 hours a day getting the American people the people with the the commodities they need? This is this is what's so maddening. It's not incompetence. Right. It's not incompetence. Nope. It is willful neglect. Yes. They want this. They want the shortages. They want the fascism. They want to replace hardworking, independent w- working cops and nurses with FEMA programmed workers. They want all of this from top to go- together. What was the response? What was the initial response from the White House? 
without the, all this inflation? A, oh, this is a rich man's problem. <laughs> Why are you worried about it? And B, quit being so privileged. If you So what if you have to wait eight months for your CPAP machine? Why are you so right. privileged? Give up your privilege. Sacrifice. Learn what it's like to live in a third world country yeah. because that's where you're going to be in a couple of years. Yeah. Capitalism was able to uh, give us a nation that ran swiftly, that ran with hard work, that ran with the reward of hard work. And what are we doing now? Demolishing it. Demolishing it in the name of what? Socialism. You'll love it. <laughs> that's what. That's what's so hard to grasp is that these people are total communists. They're not Democrats anymore. These people are if communists. If you can see it in COVID, and mm-hmm. that's the biggest place to see it. This is about power. It's about control. It's about making you bend the knee, mm-hmm. doing what we tell you to do because we tell you to, and, and we've now got the convenient excuse. But if you look around every other aspect of what they're doing, it's exactly the same thing. Yeah. And so that's the problem, right, is that uh, what, what surprises me, Milty, is not that more people don't see it is that more people who see it don't recognize it, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, they still, yeah. people just wait, still way too many people walking around confused. Mm-hmm. How could this be happening? Well, why are, why is this happening now? How come all these things are happening at the same time? That's what irks me, right? right? Wake up. There's only one answer for that. It's happening because the people in charge want it to happen. They want you to suffer. They want you to obey. They want to to let level off your freedoms. They want to pull you back to the mediocre to the rest of the mediocre mediocre countries in this world mm-hmm. where government gives right. where you're not where where your inherent rights can indeed be taken from you from by government. And as long as they keep you confused, you don't know what to do. Yep, and they'll never have an answer answer for you, ever, ever, that makes sense. And they'll keep changing the narrative to do it. Be right back. Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm coming to you with one of the most important commercials that I've ever done. All of you know what my pillow and myself have gone through in the last eight months in my efforts to bring the truth forward. Well, now you can help in a couple ways. First, get everyone you know to go to my new media platform, frankspeech.com. There you'll find all the footage from my cyber symposium and many other important broadcasts. Also, I am personally doing a new daily live show to get the truth out. It's at 11 a.m. and 6 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. Secondly, I'm offering some of the best prices ever on my pillow products, but they're only available on frankspeech.com. Go to frankspeech.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive these exclusive my pillow offers. Thank you and God bless. Make sure and put the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. This will get you up to 66% savings at MyPillow.com. The code word Kate, my first name, K-A-T-E. Help support Mike, help support this show, and help support yourself in getting some amazing, amazing products. These are the best ones I've ever owned. Go to MyPillow.com, code word Kate. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Pull off in the ass Nobody 
you can hear the chant in every post. Don't nobody want this commie because we're not in China. Everybody hated Trump and now they have to get the body. <laughs> that is Let's Go Brandon, and it is the clean version. Uh, let me just tell you, that song, number one, number one. Um, whew, uh, and if you don't know what Let's Go Brandon is, it just means uh, basically, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, um, whatever to Biden. So um, I'm seeing it on T-shirts. I'm seeing it everywhere, and I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. That, that's such a great, like, just grassroots movement of, of, of this that I absolutely love. I have Dr. Duke Pesta with me of the Dr. Duke Show. You must catch that show. It's amazing. And I've got uh, Uncle Milty with me. I just wanted to make sure you go to MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com. Um, and you can even go to MyPillow.com forward slash Kate. Uh, it has its own landing page, or you can just put in the coupon code Kate. But let me just tell you, um, it is a fantastic, fantastic company doing wonderful things. M- Mike Lindell is a true American hero in putting his own money into frankspeech.com to give you good broadcasting and also um, to uh, expose election fraud. But you get to go on and you get his amazing products, and I would order up for Christmas because you'll be supporting Truth and Radio when you do it because we've partnered up with the show. And let me tell you, the Products are amazing, up to 75% off right now. They're doing such a killer deal because they were thrown out of all of most all of the um, outlets uh, in the in the country for commercial uh, sales because they didn't like Mike's politics because he said, hey, we have a fraudulent election, which was right. He was right. Go to MyPillow.com, get up to 75% off by using the code word Kate, or you can go to MyPillow.com forward slash Kate, order up. And thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Um, Dr. Pesta, coming back, I, I just, I, we all need to start Southwest in it. We need to turn that into a verb. We need to start uh, making this known because one thing that we came off of this conference, We Can Act, uh, Uncle Milty and I were both there, um, along with all the co-hosts, most of the co-hosts of the show, was the fact that we had a lot of hope because we heard from all of these people, speaker after speaker after speaker. This was in Salt Lake over the weekend. We heard from all these speakers who are in the trenches fighting back. And it was amazing to see the progress. Do you know the firefighters in California? Do you know they had to push back the firing date to December, the end of December? <laughs> because they're losing the battle. And and the uh, LAPD already caved. But the LAFD, they're losing their battle to make these people get get vaccinated. So I'm telling you, there's more hope to be had than people know. There's more hope. Yeah. You meant Southwesting and you you had the great idea over the break that we've got to turn Southwest into a verb. Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't know, uh, the president of Southwest Airlines did the same old authoritarian, you either get vaccinated or we're going to fire you. Turned out so many employees wouldn't take the vax that 800 planes were canceled or re- rerouted mm-hmm. simply because nobody was there to work. So right. now they tried to put a spit on it, right, that this had nothing to do with COVID, but it did. <laughs> now we know for sure. So basically a, a, a significant number of people, and when I say significant, we're talking about 25, 30 percent of the workforce stood up and said, no, no, fire us. And it turned out that Southwest needed them more than they needed the jab. Yep. And so if we could, if we could Southwestern, and then and then you think it's a, a coincidence that two weeks, not two weeks later, 
Delta withdraws its vaccine ma- uh, vaccine mandate without being asked to do it. You feel? Do you think so? You, you, do you think that happened by accident? No, nope, uh-huh. they were southwested. <laughs> I love it. I love this. I mean, honestly, we really do need to do this. Um, we have got a, a genocide going on in this country, just like they've had in all the like the Assyrian Christians, like the Nazis and the Jews, like the Haldemore. Like you could keep going back into history, and every time the government gets this much control, a genocide happens and we need to stand up you need to stand up just not even just against the, the the mandatory vaccine but for what is actually happening in this country and all the industries that are being co-opted hospitals are being yep. co-opted by fema we'll talk about that more in the next hour but there's so tell, many in- industries i'm sorry tell me kate what would happen if the in the national fire fire organ firefighters union said any fireman fired anywhere in the country Mm-hmm. For not being vaxxed, we all walk. What do you think would happen immediately? Yeah, it would absolutely have if, to. They if, cave. The, if the they national cave. police organization said, the minute you fire a single cop anywhere from nowhere, Florida to all the mm-hmm. place in Washington, the minute you fire one police officer for not being vaxxed, we all walk. Yep, absolutely. Well, I tell it, you, the nurses, if the, enti- the national nursing organization said the same thing, yep. there's no way no way they could go through with it you're right you're right and what's happening with the school boards let's talk about that that's huge too oh the school boards i mean out of control so we had a situation by the way school moms and dads won so in a way the school boards particularly the ones in virginia just got southwested what happened loudon county virginia the epicenter uh, of of all of this school board People telling moms and dads what they will and won't do, ignoring moms and dads when they bring legitimate concerns before the school board. Well, it was Virginia again, right, where mm-hmm. you had uh, a big a union group of uh, for, for school boards, school board members sent a, a, a frenzied letter to uh, Merrick Garland's Department of Justice a couple weeks ago and said, you have to help us. Our poor school board members are going to have to listen to their constituents. They, uh, can you believe that the <laughs> right. constituents, moms and dads, are showing up and yelling at school board members? And, of course, Merrick Garland, God bless the fact that he's not a Supreme Court justice, he decided he was going to send the FBI, send the feds out to, to look into this new phenomenon of mom and dad domestic terrorists. So if you're a mom who doesn't want your six-year-old to learn critical race theory, if you're a mom who doesn't want your seven-year-old to learn how to uh, uh, to have uh, intellectually and biologically safe anal sex, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you're a domestic terrorist, right? Right. And so this went on for a couple of weeks. The DOJ stood by this. They were beginning to, to send out agents. And then all of a sudden, the, as the brouhaha got bigger and bigger, the organization that sent the initial letter backed off. They apologized, said we never should have sent it, mm-hmm. said, hey, that was just two of our board that sent it. The rest of us didn't agree with this. And already the whole thing crumbled. So the, that particular school board issue about uh, you know, the feds monitoring at moms and dads at school boards uh, for domestic terrorism, that seems to have crumbled. They were completely southwested because why? Mm-hmm. Mom stuck together. More and more media. And then if you saw that wonderful interview between Jim Jordan mm-hmm. grilling Merrick Garland, you could just see how empty-headed and really counter-American uh, these kinds of pieces of, of government interventionism are. Right. And so now 
they're all talking like, oh, that was never going to happen. Oh, it was just mm-hmm. a lot of talk. So yeah, the American people got their way on that as well. And here's another one. Like I said, if you pitch a royal fit and start demanding those ships be unladed, right? You, you could the, the American people could do a lot to make that happen. So demand ours to get the stuff to us, right? Right. There's pe- people are going out with things that going without things that they really need. This isn't just about you know luxuries. Well, who's that one idiot in the White House who said, "Oh, these are the inflation." Mm-hmm. This is a rich guy's problem, right? <laughs> Ignoring the fact that the rich guys mm-hmm. can afford the well, inflation, the poor guys can't. It's the same guy that's saying that uh, vaccinations will actually help the shipping problem. That was yeah. the uh, deputy of the uh, Department of Treasury, right? And he came out and he said, uh, yeah, and he actually said it on camera. Oh, vaccinations will solve this. Sure. Shipping. Just like but hurricanes. That, that, hurricanes, I'm sorry. That's like your mom saying to <laughs> yeah. you, hmm. Cleaning up your room might uh, yeah. just might make you get those chocolate chip cookies baked sooner, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That it's it's the complete blackmailing. Well, mm-hmm. you want to you want your Christmas, you want your you want your kids' toys, but but it's Christmas, do you? Huh? Right. I wonder who that little little jab might not make that uh, a lot more practical. Oh, it's so true. I the the sh- the store shelves are getting a little scary. By the way, go ahead, Uncle. You know, Nolte. we need to pay a, a closer attention to what happens too. Youngkin uh, today announced that he thinks there has to be resignations from the Loudoun County School Board, and so he's in involved in a campaign. When he if he wins the election and becomes the governor of Virginia, is he going to stick with that? Mm. Hey, it's worse than that, Milty. He he didn't go near enough. He, if he wants to be governor, he needs to come out and say some of those people on that school board need to go to jail mm-hmm. because this is the same school board. How we now found out yesterday, they knew they were made known. This school board, that young that young boy who 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 chose to wear skirts mm-hmm. to school, the mm-hmm. one who allegedly raped two little girls, they knew about it. I mean, Youngkins needs to up his game. Right. This is not simply a matter of you need to resign because of that letter that threatened to bring federal agents to Virginia. You need to resign because you, as a school board whose job it is to protect our children, you knew that this quasi-transgender rapist was allowed to rape not one but two little girls. And when you found out, the school found out that he raped one, they all they did was not call the police. They transferred him to another school mm-hmm. where he raped another girl. Every single one of those board members needs to go to jail. That's the kind of rhetoric Youngkin needs to take this all the way. Yeah. yeah but your point is, Milty, once he gets in power, would he do it? Yeah. Mm. Well, one of the headlines from New York Post was that uh, nearly three-quarters of Americans worried about what schools are teaching. That's because three-quarters of Americans are Americans that probably get it and are mostly conservative. It's like, duh. Of course, three-quarters of Americans are worried about it. One quarter will never be worried about it. They love what's going on. They love CRT. They love pushing this forward. Um, but they said 73% of registered voters say they're extremely or very concerned. What's interesting about the headline, it said Americans worried, but it didn't say extremely worried. But when you look at it, it says extremely worried. Um, well, you know what? They're also pulling their kids out yeah. left and right. This is awesome. Good news. Yeah, this is this is good news. I mean, I was in a I was in Idaho this past weekend. 
where mm-hmm. I was had some communication with the Janice McGeech, and she is the lieutenant governor of the state. And you might remember her. She was quite brave. She has a typical rhino Republican governor ahead of her. And when he went out of town a couple of months ago, remember, she she's the one who, for the time that he was out of the state, technically, she was the acting governor. So what did she do? She cut the, va- the mask mandates. Mm-hmm. She said, okay, as long as I'm the governor. Now he came back and whining and, and reinstated them. But she has a really really good chance to win governor in Idaho. And so we were out there and it's amazing how many Idahoans are just pulling their kids out. It's amazing how uh, the school administrators are beginning to worry about their funding because every school, every student sacrificed to homeschool is one less big fat paycheck from the state and the feds for the public education system. So these are all, things are all moving really in, in very nice direction. And isn't it sad and very telling about that statement that you just made? The schools are worried because they're not getting the money that's that gives that that comes from the feds, the entanglements to produce Common Core, the entanglements to wrap themselves in the in the CRT banners, all of the the financial entanglements. They're worried about the paycheck. When did education ever come to this? Well, it's been doing it's been going on a long time. And that's why parents really need to start waking up to that is because this has been going on a long time. They're worried they're not getting enough money from the Fed. This is insane. I, I don't even know what else yeah. to say. Well, pe- people who people who take bribes like yeah. to keep that going. They really do. I mean, it's a cushy little paycheck, right? Yeah. So I that people should just really, if you if you still think that it is what it is when you went to school, it isn't. Not even close. And this is why parents are are getting their kids out left and right. Well, and and moms, you got to recognize, right? And and more and more of you finally are that the only power the public school system has over you is your belief that it's mandated that you send yes. your kids to those schools. Yep, yep, we'll be right you back. You don't have to. Yep, well, you don't have to. We'll be right back. More with Dr. Duke Pester from The Dr. Duke Show. We'll be right back. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. <laughs> to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to Hi there. Welcome back. Oh, I feel it. I almost forgot it was Halloween week. I really did. Uh, you know what, though? What's the saddest part about that is, is that I could not come up with ghost stories scarier than what we're having in our country right now, what we're having to endure. Door. And so that is scary because usually on Halloween week for the last 10 years, we do something very dialed into Halloween. Mm-hmm. I can't come up with anything scarier. Um, but before we get rolling, I just wanted to mention balance of nature. The thing that you need to know about balance of nature um, is the fact that there are very few supplements out there on the market. And this is why I chose balance of nature for myself and my family was because these are whole foods. You can't get whole foods hardly ever in a supplement. Everything is usually synthetic. It's like a synthetic or it's a partial vitamin or, or whatever the case may be. But when you get balanceofnature.com, these are whole foods. They take the air and water out and they give you just the nutrition. And what I'm saying is, is that if you want a supplement that's really and truly going to help your immune system, get balanceofnature.com and put in the code Kate. 
When you put in the code Kate, you're going to get 35% off. It's a huge deal. You're also going to get free shipping. They're going to ship it out immediately. And guess what? You'll, you'll even have a free health coach. But this is the food supplement. There is nothing better. I, w- I would not be talking about it on the show as much as I do. If there was anything better, there's nothing better than this. This is a, an amazing product full of 31 whole food whole food fruits and vegetables that have not been touched by pesticide or GMO. You need to take this product every day. It's three fruit capsules and three veggie capsules, and you'll love it. Balanceofnature.com. Please get it because I care about your health right now, and everybody realizes that you be, you better shore yourself up against whatever bioweapon is coming off that shot or whatever they have planned next, and trust me, they have some plans. Everybody needs to be aware. Now, Dr. Pest and I were just talking, uh, and, and Uncle Milty, about the schools and about three quarters of the nation now saying we're extremely worried about what our kids are being taught. Um, and they're starting to yank their kids out. Dr. Pesta, you have been around the nation so many times. Have you met a mother that has regretted pulling her children out of school? Never once. I you know. Wait, I, not one time. Not no, one. This goes. This goes all the way back to the early years of Common Core in 2000 level, uh, 2011. I'm. I easily have met in my talks all over across the country, 10,000 homeschool moms, and I ask. I ask them the same question all the time. Please, in Idaho just past weekend, I said, raise your hand, moms, if if anyone here for any reason has ever re- regretted their decision to homeschool. And not only do they say no, they say it was the best decision they have ever made in their lives. There you go. Excellent. Not one. I mean, honestly, not, not one. one. Uh, not one. And I say to them, you know, here's the thing. And this is what the homeschool mom would say, too, that you spend all your life educating your children from the moment they're conceived in yeah. the womb. You're talking to them. You're playing music through the womb to them from the minute they're born. You're doing everything you can to teach them how to speak, how to walk, how to eat, how to smile, how to laugh. Mm-hmm. You're teaching them how to throw a curveball, how to bait a hook, how to bake chocolate chip cookies uh, up until the time that they leave the house. It's one long lesson. And on top of all those things, you also teach them moral values and the golden rule. You teach them to love God and country. I mean, your whole life, the only thing you do as a parent is teach. And then all of a sudden, it comes time to teach third grade math or fifth grade history. And suddenly, only people with uh, graduates of major public uh, education departments with four-year degrees, anti-American, anti-God, these are the only people in the world who know how to teach a third grader how to read or a, a, a seventh grader how to do math. It's outrageous. Why would you sacrifice that part of their education, the intellectual part of their education, to strangers who don't like you and your country or your God? When it's mm-hmm. not anybody with a reasonable education, somebody who's reasonably literate, reasonably full of common sense, could educate any kid from kindergarten through at least the sophomore year in high school. This was the big problem with the public school system. The the, the major danger of the public school was not teaching your kids bad stuff. The major problem with the idea of public schools is that you're going to lull people to sleep with eight to ten hours a day of fake, fake, fake daycare, right? You're it's right. not the money. It's not the bad education. It's a way for somebody to baby kiss at your kids all day. That's the real allure. That was always going to be the danger, that we would prefer to let government do it than do it ourselves, even though in every instance across the board, we would have done a better job with our own kids than yeah. government schools do. 
And it happened because they wanted to have both parents work so they yeah. could mm-hmm. keep up with the Joneses. Right, right. So true. Yeah, the uh, the two-family workforce is not an a- an accident. Yeah. Oh, 100%. You said something about love God and love your country. You know, I, I there, there, there's the word nationalism that gets tossed around a lot. And that's just to, you know, love your country, just to love your country. But, but truly what a parent can do is to teach their kid why they love the country. Why? What's the reason? Why do we love America? And we love America for this constitution uh, and this republic that was established. And you're never going to hear why or how to love this country um, and how to maintain the freedom in this country at school. You'll never hear that in school. I never remember learning that in school. Do you? I mean, it, you don't learn that. I tell you this. If there is not, if it is not the purpose of schools to love their families and love their country, then what purpose is it? I mean, what, mm-hmm. what major purpose does it serve? I mean, what are you doing? You're growing up uh, generations of radicals who know nothing but to hate their culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is th- this is where I think the urgency is coming from. I think a lot of people realize now that the people who are positing all this garbage education, they are anarchists. They are separatists. They are revolutionaries. They are doing this to your children from one re- for one reason. They want to fundamentally transform your country to its opposite. They want a radical social paradigm to replace capitalism, to replace free markets, uh, the uh, con- the constitutional idea of a republic, that has to go. I think a lot of moms and dads that didn't believe it, they didn't quite believe it. They knew 10 years ago, these moms, they knew that Common Core was bad education. What they didn't know, it was part of a larger plot, a conspiracy, really, to mm-hmm. use education against America to destroy America. Now, 10 years later, Everything, every prediction we said about Common True, Common Core came true. All of the evil that was behind it, over mm-hmm. and above bad curriculum, it was a pipeline to allow the federal government to intervene more than ever before in our kids' education. People are awake; they see it now, and to the best of their abilities, they're trying to fight back. It may be too late; I don't know, mm-hmm. but uh, but you can't say anymore that uh, huge quantities right one out of four, three out of four americans in that recent right. survey right. are are concerned about what the kids are learning in school so what's the good news only a fourth of the people are absolute communists that love the hate rhetoric the crt the common core and all the crap that your kids are learning uncle milty and this is also one of the reasons they hate references to hitler because hitler yeah. nailed it take yeah. control of the children yeah. Yep, absolutely. And then I also want to talk about Dave Chappelle, too, because he's been Southwestern. Yeah, there's another case of Southwestism, right? We <laughs> can even make it a movement. Mm-hmm. So, not just a verb, but a, a movement. Southwestism. Here you got Dave Chappelle, and the, the left's own demographics did them in. He's African-American. He is a Muslim. He's converted to Islam. He is a young black, uh, well, uh, younger. He went. He got to start when he's younger, but he's still a young enough black American male. Uh, he is 
tied to hip-hop culture and all that stuff. All that stuff that the left should love about Dave Chappelle, they don't love because they love now transgenderism better. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Dave comes out and gives a great show, very thoughtful. You know, he wasn't being rude for the sake of rude or mean. He was explaining what his beef was with the LGBTQs. He, he explained in great detail how he agrees with uh, J.K. Rowling, who's getting so much grief. Look, it's it's perfectly fine to be what you are. This is America, he said, but um, gender is a thing, yeah. right? And if that makes me a turf, right, uh, a, a, uh, a liberal who happens to believe that boy and girl, male and, feel exi- male and female exist, so be it. Uh, he handled it with great, you know, he, he was very thoughtful in the way he, at- and funny, by the way, in the way he attacked the alphabet people. And so the, li- the liberals got themselves in a problem, right? Mm-hmm. That even inter- even intersectionality cannot save this one. You've got the African-American male versus the predominantly white and predominantly, pr- predominantly male phenomenon of men becoming women, Right. So it's the black guy against really, really embarrassingly uh, stupid-looking men who think they're girls, mm-hmm. and and so Hollywood, they and academia and government, big corporations, they all side with the white man who fantasizes about being a little girl, and uh, against the uh, the Amer- African American, the Muslim American. So right. this is a case where we're reaching the point where intersectionality is starting to fall apart. This idea, if you don't know what that means, it's an academic term invented by college professors. Uh, it, what it means is basically that whenever blacks and gays don't get along, wherever uh, uh, lesbians and uh, feminist liberals don't get along, mm-hmm. instead of fighting each other, intersectionality says Blame the white guys and turn all your rage there. Don't fight each other. Use this to as a further attack right. on traditional white male culture. And in this case, it's beginning to it's beginning to crash and burn. Uh, Dave Chappelle is a beloved comedian. He's one of the great comics. He's he's going to make you f- comedy. Comedy is not really comedy if it all it does is make you laugh. Mm-hmm. Serious artistic comedy. It always has been, from Lenny Bruce to Richard Pryor to George Carlin. Serious comedy makes you laugh, but only after it makes you think. Yes. And so he's well, he's one of our last thinking comedians. Comedians, and mm-hmm. think about how unreflexive and unthinking the progressive left, the whole uh, the whole transgender movement is. I mean, my God, we just made that embarrassment in the White House. What's her name? The Which one who's one? in charge of health and human health and human service, Rachel Levine. Oh, gosh. We now made Rachel <laughs> oh, Levine gosh. the first four-star admiral in oh. Navy history. Oh. So you, on the one hand, you got Dave Chappelle on, and his hysterically reasonable comedy as a 55-year-old man dressed like a girl who's now an admiral in the Navy. Mm-hmm. You can't make this stuff up, yeah. and the vast majority of Americans are too smart to fall for it. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, including the blacks. Mm-hmm. You know, they, yep. I mean, it's great that Dave Chappelle came out like this, but but why don't we hear about the huge percentage of the black communities that right. feel okay. that same way? Oh. 
They are milty. The black community, here's the dirty little secret. They were never uniformly on board for the uh, gay marriage system. More African Americans uh, uh, oppose gay marriage than any other racial di- yep. dichotomy, mm-hmm. number one. And you think they, they didn't care much for the gays. Wait till you see what their numbers are about the transgender, the alphabet people, mm-hmm. as right. Dave Chappelle would put it. They have much, and because, you know, with good reason. I mean, not to. Uh, not to uh, portionalize racial grievance, but African Americans have had more their sh- more than their share. And now you got again white men and white women pretending to be the opposite sex. They're really much more of a civil rights crusade than cr- crusade than people whose families survived slavery. No, get out of here. <laughs> I mean, it is it's insulting to them. Yes, it's it insulting is. to African Americans that you could in any way, shape, or form pretend there's any link or solidarity between gender confused idiots, most of them white, and what African Americans have had to struggle with. That's yeah, right. You're exactly right. You know, I, I know a lot of people are worried about Christmas. I know that they are worried about leaving their jobs, about Southwestern in America, and I I have to say that one gift you could give your kids this Christmas um, that they'll always remember because they'll never remember the gifts. Trust me, they never remember year to year. But give them your character. Show them your character. Show them what it means to stand. Give them that gift for Christmas because I'm telling you, I know you want to give gifts. I know, I know we all do. But we are in a place in time where we had all better start southwesting it and creating um, even underground, above ground networks for people that are like minded because three fourths of the nation feels the way you do. And don't ever forget that. We need to deliver more character, more honesty, more truth, and more direction about what about our country, more education about our country. And this is a great time to do it right now for your children. And my, my Christmas present for the kids? Uh-huh. Make a plate of cookies, sit down with them, and watch a Charlie Brown Christmas. Yep. And teach them what materialism means and teach them what faith means. Let that half hour commercial, mm-hmm. to t- that half hour TV show, all the way back from 1965 when you could still talk about Jesus right. on TV. Make a, cook, a plate of cookies mm-hmm. and let them tell you the real meaning of Christmas. Amen. 100%. And absolutely, Christmas should be about Christmas this year. Yep. Um, and thank you for that. Dr. Duke Pesta, catch his show right on my Facebook page right when this show ends. And thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. God bless. All right. And, of course, we'll be right back. KateDallyRadio.com. KateDallyRadio.com for all the podcasts of this show. And uh, Uncle Milty and I will be right back. Don't go anywhere. Hi, this is Kate. Make sure and go to preparewithkate.com. Preparewithkate.com. You're going to get special deals from my Patriot Supply and a payment plan. Isn't that amazing? You can do this on payments, which makes it easier on the budget. But make sure you have a food supply. Make sure you're um, adding to that food supply. All you need to do is go to preparewithkate.com. Thanks, you guys.